So, Lois Obala, the new director of uh, TBN, uh, was born in Utenage, Etinaha, as they call it, <laughs> the people from that part of the world in the Eastern Cape. Uh, South African musician, songwriter, producer, you, you everything, mate. I, I mean, I could... You everything in music that anybody can be in music. Well, you know, I've been in music now for uh, well, for life, professionally for twenty twenty years. Twenty years. Yeah, it's twenty years. This year, exactly twenty years. So I'm not trying to, uh, you know, exaggerate. Um, wow. So it's not that I do all those things at the same time. <laughs> yes, but you do them. <laughs> but in though. a span of twenty years, you would you have, um, I would have definitely touched on uh, on a lot of those. So, well, if if it helps you, uh, and I don't understand why you want me to say this, but I'll say this: started the career as a member of the Bala Brothers a group that was made of his own brothers Zwai and Pelo, and of course himself Loiso. The group gained prominence when Zwai Bala joined Dragonsberg Boys Choir uh, Boys Choir School in 1988, becoming the first black member of the previously segregated group six years before the end of apartheid. Now, now I can see how long this has been. I got there in 1990. <laughs> Gee, four years, years before the and end. And a of few the... years later, Madiba got released. Wow. Eh? There we go. Welcome, my so brother. So you see, so you see, it kind of goes with what you were saying <laughs> exactly, earlier. On. Exactly, exactly. And thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. The, um, there's rain, there's load shedding. Jeez, so I'm you. glad that I couldn't make it on time because I literally just came back from a music video shoot. Yeah, I actually wanted to start right there. So you come straight from a media shoot, video shoot. Tell us a bit about, about that video shoot because I love what you told us. So I have many bands. There's Bala Brothers, there's Swing City, which uh, some of our listeners will know. But yeah. there's also a new group that myself, Danny Kay, who's been on the show, yeah. I think a few months ago, and, uh, and Loic Tele yeah. have started. It's called the Supreme Three. So we are a Motown-inspired group. You know, all of us, I think, at the at the very essence of what we do, in yes. the heart of the music that we do, there's soul. And obviously soul comes from Motown. So um, we've got a new song that uh, we're going to be releasing soon called yes. Throwback to Love. And today we were just doing a very nice, fun music video. I felt like I was back in... 2002. Yeah. Um, just at this time around, I can't move as fast <laughs> as I used to back then. <laughs> you, you, except you don't look any different from 2002, even props, props 1994. I can tell you that much. Thank I don't know you. what you eat. It's great that I'm on how radio you eat because, it. <laughs> because no one's going to argue with you. <laughs> well, uh, trust me, they're going to see your face at some point. We always do that. So yeah. we, we will share with them how you looked in studio. So all these things that you make, mm. do they put enough bread on the table? They do. Mm. No, they do. You know, I have, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's weird because I think some people to put bread on the table, what they do is that they don't take any risks. When you don't take risks, you're not living within your purpose um, because your purpose will always scare you. So when you, st when you try to live your purpose, you're going to be, you're going to have to take risks because it's going to be something beyond you. Yeah. So, um, for instance, coming from TKZ family and uh, and joining the R&B, what do you call it again? Like, you know, like the, while well, doing R&B and being one of the first people to do that in South Africa, uh, there was no one kind of doing that yes. at the time. It but is I was a huge like, risk. You know what? I feel that this is what I'm meant to do. And I did it and I became successful at it. Not that I'm that good, but, but that's because I was willing to live within my purpose. And any other genre that I've done at that time, I mean... Uh, the, my last R&B album was in like in what like 2011 mm. and um, and I went to Bible school and during that time I felt a calling to you know like to sort of write gospel music yeah. and uh, it would have been a huge risk I mean I was known for for you know give me the night silky soft skin. Well, actually, <laughs> let me tell you this if, if you're going to talk about risk it's taking on a George Benson song 
Well, and, and, and there we go. You know, and and that, that's huge album. risk, mate. And that was my first yeah. album. But now imagine, imagine moving from pop. And actually, I mean, at that time, I had five songs in the top hundred. Um, um, and and I just felt in my heart that you know what I think my I think my direction is changing now. And I literally just closed my eyes and um, I did my first gospel album, and I was ready to lose it all. And you know, the moment that you're ready to lose it all is the moment that you're going to gain it. So um, so I know that financially, it's not a good thing to take on. A huge risk, yeah. But uh, you've got to take some risk. You know, investment is a risk. Yes. Um, saving is a risk, and um, and and so you know, I always believe that like if there's something in your heart that you want to do, take a calculated risk, and you know what, you're going to be better off tomorrow than you are today. Speaking of that, uh, do you get to save some of what you make, and do you have a specific percentage you work with? Saving is a, and I'll be absolutely honest with you, it's a, it's a new thing. Yeah. It's something that you kind of get forced into once you have two children <laughs> <laughs> or once you have a child. But also, you know, how I've also saved over the years is, um, is, is, is property. Yeah. So, um, so, which so is investments. More like investments. Your, yeah. 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 So um, I have a few, few properties around the, you know, like around the country. Obviously, yeah. some in the Eastern Cape because Gusekaya, yeah, Moloeni, Moloeni, <laughs> Badubasekaya, and um, and and one and and then one up here in Johannesburg yes. as well. So um, so I always believe that, like you know, if you if you have extra cash, try and do something with it. Yeah. But I did think that I I took too much of a risk, not knowing that I'll have a big family and <laughs> I'll want my children to go to the best schools. Yeah. <laughs> like all parents. <laughs> like all parents, but. Yeah. Uh, but that's what it is you know i think as long as you are thinking you may um you may fail sometimes but at least you're thinking yes and at least you're planning because um if you what do they say again if you don't um if, if you, you if you fail to if plan you, fail you plan to, to plan, fail you plan to fail so hateful of you using those because that's something I'm going to be saying later in the day but okay that's it's a okay. hook it's a hook it's a hook you're going to have to hear more of that I'm glad that God then I'm smart I think I like with you then I'm clearly there's something smart about me I must, I must, I must think positively of myself I know it's, it's asking this question of you probably the answer is, is very simple but I'm going to ask it anyway are, are the concepts fame and fortune related? Do they follow one another? Um, fame and fortune. You know, I've heard that so many times that I've never actually kind of, you know, sat down and, and thought about it because yeah. I think one would have to first describe what is fame yeah. and also like what is what is fortune, mm. you know? Um, I I was just telling a friend of mine just yesterday, actually, you know, like the um, the the MD who I work along at, yes. um, at TBN in Africa. And I was, um, and I was saying to him that, what was I saying to him again? And, and I think I was speaking about fortune. I was saying, you know what? We must never try to be wealthy. We need to believe that we are wealthy. And that's the road that we must walk, mm. you know? When it comes to fame, I live for one thing, and that is to make Christ famous. I used, to, um, I, I used to be all about, you know, like my brand, protecting the brand. But the thing is, you know what? Just, just, just live and let people celebrate you. Don't live for people to celebrate you. Please say that again. <laughs> okay. Wow. Let me say it like this, right? Do what you do and let people celebrate you, but don't yes. do for people to celebrate you. Louisa Bala, our guest on Fame and Fortune. Uh, we'll read up your tweets at Rams by the Horns. Uh, and Facebook is Metro FM Talk with Rams. Thank you very much for staying with us. <sighs> Have you ever been broke? Oh, yes. 
Many times. And I mean... And it depends on I me, mean, like, what uh, is uh, broke? Uh, you uh, know? Well, like, we can talk about that, but I, well, I mean, have you ever been broke since you were Louis Sobala? You know, the, there was a time when you were some yes. boy from your teenage, and then you became Louis Sobala. Yes. Um, my mom even came up from the uh, from uh, from Etinacha, from the Eastern Cape, and she and she came to see if I was okay, and she gave me five hundred bucks. You know what? That five hundred bucks was probably worth five million rands. Um, Is that at, how uh, bad things were? Time. Yeah, you know what? My first car that I got, um, it was it was a yellow BMW. Some people remember that. Um, it was a lot of fun for the three months that I had it for before it was uh, it was repossessed. Yeah. Um, and then there came a time when I could I, I could also just not afford um, 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 you know paying the rent at the house that I was staying in, and um, and and the girlfriend I was with broke up with me as well. That's being broke. Yeah. You know, <laughs> broke up. You know, broke up. That's broke. Come on, someone get it. And um, and you know what? Thank God that I always had my passion. I always had music to um to to go to you know music is not a is not a thing that um that i do to serve others but it also serves me as well um so being broke is it's gonna happen Mm. you know especially when you're that young but it's not a matter of you see what's important is not you being broke but uh, what matters is how you get out of how you get out yeah and how did you i mean um are you gonna stay well i i just said i've just better get serious I just better get serious and I need to start making plans for my life. I yeah. mean, I was like, I'm 26 years old. There are so many people who know me right now. My music is getting played on the radio. Do you know what I mean? Is, mm. this the, is this what I'm worth? You see, coming back to that thing of you need to tell yourself that, you know what, I am wealthy. And so now I'm going to walk in the wealth that I am. It's like, is this what I'm worth? It's yeah. like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live to be who I am, yes. you know? And, um, and that's all it takes. Because if you have a broke mentality, you're going to remain broke. So it you is, start it is as simple as that. What you're worth. And you're worth more than broke, you know. So with, with all the lessons that you've learned and, and where you are, and now you've also invested and stuff like that, one assumes then that you've learned your lessons and financially you're very smarter than you were when you were 26 years of age. I was smarter, but I know that I can never know it all. Yeah. Um, I'm in my last year of my, of my MBA studies at Henley. Mm. And uh, thanks well to done. Them. Yeah. You still so. have all your hair. <laughs> I still have all my <laughs> and I started off you know like with a postgraduate um in in management I had as much as you know I'd studied music and I've got a few you know um I've got a few things that I've done in there but it was really about you know at 36 years old or 35 years old I'm yeah. turning turning 40 this year can you believe yeah, it? I can't believe it at and, all and I just sat and I just thought you know what if I look at my life in the next five years it looks pretty dark you know, it's not always going to be this good. So what is it that I can do to make sure that I reach that next level mm. in my um, in, in what I in what I believe I've been called to do? Um, at the time, I was made a board member at SAMRO. Yeah. And there were many other, um, you know, other organizations that were getting me onto the boards as well. And I just thought, you know what, I want to excel in this because I yeah. actually really enjoy it. And, um, and so I applied my mind to it. So would you say... Uh getting a further education would then bolster your participation in those spaces or would it be as other people say and I can tell you and I'm not priming you that I hate it when people say well have an education to have something to fall back on I think more than anything learn something get a mentor yeah. get on the internet it doesn't have to be a piece of paper yeah. but at least you know like keep learning 
something. And for you to do that, you need to know what you're not good at. Yes. I think also, like, you know, as much as I spoke about um, um, the fact that you need to tell yourself all these good things about you, which are true, like saying that, you know what, I'm worth more than this. I am wealthy. But at the same time, don't, don't, lie, don't lie to yourself, mm. you know, and say, I know it all. So, um, so always know your weaknesses as well. Speaking and of weaknesses, you should have one called an extravagance. What is the one thing that weakens your your strong resolve of spending your money properly? And once in a while, you're just like, did I do that? Did I just buy that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I have one anymore. Maybe I used to have an extravagance for um, for shoes and for sneakers. Yeah. Um, once again, I think once you once you have children, you know, you just want your family to be happy and then you'll be fine. Mm. So I think I'm really just at that point right now. But there are a few things that I think about, you know, cars. Yeah. It doesn't, you yeah. know. I and, don't because um, I can't afford them. And a good holiday. <laughs> So I think that's still like an extravagant that I, you know, that I like because I've been traveling since 1990. Yeah. You know, and um, and so now it's they are just a, there's just a certain way that I want to travel. Um, yeah. How? Let's talk about this new directorship at TBN in Africa. Yes. What does it mean? I mean you know. I mean, everybody knows TBN, and yes. we probably, you know, we know of it, and we don't really. What does it mean for you, and why is this significant? First of all, um, as much as it's a job for me, it's like it, it's it's a full time ministry. Yeah, it's a it's a greater responsibility than I've ever had yeah. before. Uh, TBN in Africa goes out to fifty two countries around the world. You know the doctrine, and speaking about doctrine, because we know that there are a lot of things happening with false prophets yeah. and all sorts right now. Um, um, we are going to we are going to stand. Or sit in the judgment. No, 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 we are going to stand before a judge one day, and uh, we're going to have to tell a good story about mm. how you know, like we spread the message, how we spread the gospel. So, uh, so it's a huge responsibility, I think, to us at this time. Um, it's not just, it's not just about. It's not just about preaching the right things to people, but it's about making sure as well that like we set um, a, a, a good moral standard, yeah. especially for my children. So I think for the first time, this job is not just about me and my successes, but it is about my children and what I'm going to leave behind for mm. them. And right now, I mean, it's not about money, but it's about living the world uh, better than how we found it. It's also a glamorous job, though. It's not just some job. You it know? sounds, you see, the thing is, channel director for TBN in Africa. Yeah. You know, Trinity Broadcasting Networks. You know, Because we used to hear it in like, you know, in the, uh, in the American <laughs> accent. Yes. It sounds, I mean, like, yes, I mean, obviously it sounds glamorous, but also with all that stuff, you know, so many guys are looking for jobs as like CEOs or they want to be in government and so on and so forth. There is a huge responsibility on you yeah and as you can see now you know with the um with the with the you know commission that's happening uh, you know like the zondi commission man if you take your eye off one time you can go to jail for many years just like that just like that you can just lose it all just like that you know warren buffett says that um and i hope that i kind of phrase this right i think he says he said it takes it takes 20 years to build a reputation in 20 minutes to um to, to lose, lose it. it yeah and you know, in this case, speaking of uh, litigation, you, these are multinational, so you could be prosecuted in different areas. It could it could be in different jurisdictions where you face it. Absolutely. So if you keep your eyes off it, that could be dangerous, not only here but in a lot of other spaces. Absolutely. And you know what I mean? For instance, and and, and I tell musicians this thing. I say, 
Yes, it's all good and well, you know, to uh, to brag about the fact that you never finished, you know, like, yeah, me, I'm a, I'm a dropout. You know what I mean? And yeah. we know a lot of guys who've really done well, and I'm very proud of them, just by the way. Yes. But um, <laughs> don't be like them thinking that that's what made them successful. Because as much as you can sing, there's going to come a time when you have to gonna sign a contract. Yeah. And within that contract, you could, uh, you could literally sign your whole life away and having nothing left behind. Mm. So... Um, Go to school so that you can. You see, you see, it's not about just about going to school, but go to school so that you can be able to manage your uh, your your career. Yeah. As someone, you know, like as someone who runs a business, for goodness' sake, know like the labor law and 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 uh, no king four and all these things yeah. because all these laws are good and they are really there to protect you and to protect your career and your children. And your reputation, yeah, you know, yeah. So, um, so yes, it's all good and well for people to say, listen, you've just gotten a great job. But the question is, do you actually know the um, what the nuts and bolts about that, so that you don't get yourself into trouble? Are you ethical? By the way, guys, f- just for the record, when when law speaks about king for it, it's a governance, uh, almost Bible of the country was not referring to kings for in the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the two of them go very they well do, together. They should. I I'm, sure they, really I'm sure they do. I'm sure they do. When you look back, it's been all these years in the industry. Mm. Would you say you've made it? Would I say I've made it? Yeah. I am where I'm supposed to be right now in terms of my path, in terms of my purpose. Um, there's still a lot to do, and I hope that one day, um, um, on my on my on my deathbed, and I can sit there and say those words that they say at funerals. You yeah, know? I have uh, I have walked the road. I finished the you know <laughs> you, you, <laughs> the race. <laughs> yeah, I have finished the race. You know, but there is still a lot to do, and I believe that every single day that I wake up and I'm still breathing, um, there's still a, you know like there's still a lot to do. But for now, I have everything that I need in order to um, in order to succeed. So we know, as you told us earlier, that. Uh, Lack of money cost you love. Has love ever cost you money? Has love ever cost you money? It happens. Come on. Oh, come on. You know, I think like, you know, when you're young and you're extravagant, uh, um, how many guys, you know, we were doing this um, this music video at a very nice, you know, like at a very nice um, sort of, um, I don't know if it's a lounge, it's like a restaurant yeah. in, uh, in Santon. And this guy was showing us these bottles saying this bottle costs uh, 280,000 and like, um, and people sometimes get out of here having spent 60, 70,000. And I'm like, it must be for checks. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I mean, I, I'm like, you see, you're yeah. like, what else? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think, um, but obviously some of those guys can, uh, you know, they can afford it. Yeah. You know, they can afford it. But what about those who are like, ish, I want those girls. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to try and live like this, even if I can't afford it. I've seen way too many people. <laughs> Oh man, I've man, seen way too many people. I, I wonder, I mean, if, if you and I and, and Dad and everybody else went to sit and have a drink, why is it that we can't do that for ourselves? But, but suddenly when we're going to invite other people, we think, no, we should up the game. I think, you know what, I think it's just, yeah, I think it's just being, uh, it's just being young. We'll get yeah. to a point, you know, it's funny, where we won't want anybody else around but just us, yes. you know, and just sit around something. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yes. so, so wisdom. And I've always, you know, like my prayer every single day is like when I wake up, I'm like, Lord, give me wisdom. Yes. Like, you know, there's so many stupid things that I could do right now. And all I ask for is just some wisdom because wisdom really saves us out of a lot of things. I'll tell you this much. You have left our listeners with a lot of wisdom. 
I, I can tell you this you much. Okay. Uh, trust me. Trust me. Uh, the responses are coming. Although, already on, on Twitter, Mutalipula Mkine says, loving the conversation, Lois is such an inspiration. That's what I'm talking Thank about. Thank you so much. So what I'm talking about. Thank you. If you had a moment mm-hmm. where in a room... Uh, it's, it's 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 a number of peers gathered there, entertainers, musicians, actors, and you had to say a word or two to them about how to take care of their fortune while they're famous. What mm-hmm. would you say to them? I'd say save. It's not always going to be this good. Mm. I'm not saying that it's not going to be this good, uh, but it's not always going to be this good. Yes. Um, some people will go up and down and up again, but some will go up, down, and actually stay and actually stay there. Um, the the greatest, I think, musicians face depression not because they don't have anything, but that's because they don't have what they used to have. Mm. And they can see, I mean, like the outlook is that they'll never have what they have again. So um, so what you buy, make sure that within two years that you're done paying for it. So whether it's a car, um, if you're going to buy a house, at least a good four to five years, because that's about a span of, yeah. a, of, a, you know, like of an artist. Um, so that you're not left in a place where... You're not, you know, you don't have the same income that you used to have, and now, but your expenses are still as much as they were. So, so let's learn from other guys, and always, you know what? Get a mentor. Yes. Um, when TKZ came out, remember TKZ was slapped with a 16 million lawsuit. I remember that. But when TKZ came out, there were no mentors in the music industry. They were like, you know, they were the post-apartheid boys mm. who'd, um, who'd made so much money. No one could come and say, you know, boys, when I made so much money, this is what I did because no one had ever seen that money yes. before. It is 2019. Many people have been where you are. So try and find them and learn from them. Speaking of which then, after all these years in the industry, mate, uh, the money that's gone through your account, well, it doesn't matter how you spent it, whether you still have it, if you had it, that would be great. But of course, we, we all live life. So that money that has gone through your account, would you say you, you got to clock up, say, a million US dollars? <laughs> it's only 13.7 million rent it's not serious money <laughs> i've been in the industry for 20 years yeah so, you know so chance, you know it's, and i think just to think like that it's yo man it breaks my heart because i'm like if if you like 13 million <laughs> oh my word you know what it is i mean like look i'm learning about stewardship now stewardship really says that nothing is ours everything belongs to god yeah and therefore we need, and therefore we need to look after it um if um and and i'm speaking and and this is a note to self and speaking to others out there um um it is never too late to start mm. it is never too late mm. to start you know um there are people who found themselves found themselves broke at 45 and they made fortunes by the time they were 50 yes. because they tried i think um when it comes to saving when it comes to investing when it comes to being a good steward with uh, with what god has given you um um the the fear is in the starting yeah. but actually once you do it everything just begins to happen by itself so just start just start great we are all sure he didn't answer the question, but we know what the answer was, and we're happy with the answer. We got it. We, we're all happy with the answer. It was right there. Caesar <laughs> uh, says, I must ask you about music writing. Is it possible to write for an artist, or is there an agent? So, most artists are not necessarily writers. Yeah. Um, we're getting to a point now in South Africa, this, this, this has been happening overseas um, for, for many, many years, where musicians are starting to, um, to reach out to publishing companies. Yeah. Um, any publisher who asks you for money is 
not a real publisher. I was watching TV yesterday and I saw publishers asking people for for uh, for a certain amount of money so that they can um, they can publish their books. I'm not too sure about the about the book, but in songwriting, um, if they think your songs are good enough, they're supposed to sign you and they should yeah. not ask you for any money. Yes. What starts to happen then, and you know what? And if you go to the majors, they have a lot of artists, so they're able to place your you know like to place your songs with different yes, artists. Yes. Yes. So that's what you have to do. Find find a publisher. Yeah. Find that middleman who's going to be able to uh, to shop your songs around. People need songs, not only just in South Africa, but around the world. And I believe that South Africa is a sound now that people are looking for around the world. One last question. What's next? I, I, I know you, you're in studio today, literally. Yes. But what's, yes. what's the next big project? Man... You know what? Tomorrow I'm traveling to uh, to the Drakensberg, yeah. and um, and I did a music video with with Don Moen. Don Moen is like, I mean, he's like the the godfather of gospel yeah. music. I think he's the second biggest icon in Nigeria. Um, probably Beyonce is number one. I don't know, or Coca Cola or something. Yeah. So um, so <clears throat> probably so Jesus really Christ. Like, you know, like just um, just a spiritual mentor that I have. So we're going to be going to um, to uh, to do another music video. <laughs> But otherwise, you know, it's my heart this year is set on um, is set on TBN yeah. in Africa, um, and really, you know, like it's about enhancing the viewership experience. So yeah. it's about bringing um, original content. Um, it's about um, it's about thought provoking content and Afrocentric content that speaks to all Africans. Um, so so that's my that's my next goal. You know what I mean. And obviously to try and get advertisers on the on the channel as well. So we're not known as that channel that asks money from people. Yeah, like most. You know, like 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 the. Okay, well, let's leave it there. <laughs> I think let's this is leave this is there. the best point to leave it at. Yes, Luis Obala. It's been great having you here, my brother. Thank you so much. We're man. so proud of your work. We love what you've done. And we know it's just the beginning. Thank you. And really just thank you as well to the listeners for their praise, for their support over the years. I mean, yep. who supports an arts for 20 years? And also huge congratulations to the Soweto Gospel Choir for winning the Grammy. Mate. I am so proud of you. You are a great inspiration to me and to many others in Africa, just letting us know that just be you and you'll win a Grammy. Thank you, guys. Have a great evening. Thank you. In this conversation, we'll be on podcast shortly.